Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? I am excited. I have great news. Christina Hendricks is single. <laughs> just just <laughs> came out in the news today. She's getting divorced of her fucking nerd husband of 10 years. I looked up what he looks like, and I got mad um, that a uh, woman that gorgeous was married to a fucking cross-eyed nerd, like bug eyes, just like how could you be so lucky and then blow it you know like just what guy come on (laughs) christine nothing but the hardest of hard-hitting news here well it's either Um, gravy recipes or celebrity gossip and yeah so yeah well so i don't know how to transition but in other news uh, we we should briefly update people on what's happening in uh in syria with with turkey because you know there there have been developments since since last week then when we talked about it not more like a development well devolving uh developments but yeah so lots of people are dead uh there was a tentative ceasefire that was being talked about today but the conditions are basically turkey gets everything it wants which is all kurds leaving 20 miles, you know, the whole border between Turkey and northern Syria, they have to all move 20 miles away from the border. And then Turkey just gets to have that land and occupy it. And then we'll get to purge all the Syrian refugees that have fled and repopulate those areas, basically. So uh, it's where the fuck are the Kurds supposed to go? Like they don't have a they don't have a home country. It's like, right. Well, ethnic cleansing isn't always just you kill everyone. It's also just we'll kill enough of you that everyone flees for their lives. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, like, that's what Israel did when they, you know, uh, colonized Palestine was they just caused hundreds of thousands of people to, to flee for their lives. Uh, and they butchered hundreds of thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands, too. But. No, it's insane. It's just get off this land, um, you know, and, and Turkey, you know, somebody had a, a list of all the um, all the massacres, all the genocides that Turkey's committed in the last 150 years. And it's just it's like the list goes on and on and on and on. So this is it's just it's baked into, you know, who they are as a country is to just, well, no, they're and now we're going to slaughter everyone that we don't like on it. because so we want to have this this yeah. Turkish Muslim ethno state. Yeah, no, for sure, and they're they're by far one of the most fascist countries, you know, in world history, and they they they've you know had a long history of this. Um, they just don't have the resources we have, but they're they're you know they have plenty of resources to to wipe the Kurds out, unfortunately, and yeah. uh, Trump's just letting them do it. And so well, you mentioned uh, the ceasefire. Well, yeah, well, the, the ceasefire just was supposedly going to happen, and there's already been reports that that Turkey is still killing people so they're not just ignoring it yeah they're just ignoring it yeah so it was just to kind of look like they were doing something but um you know the the, uh syrian arab army said they were going to come to the aid of the kurds and they did move in that direction i don't know how to what extent um i you know of course don't want to genocide but also you know the kurds doing a deal with assad uh that could potentially give up their autonomy their little uh, you know eco marxist um 
commune they have going on up there. Like that could all be at risk. That could all be ruined too. So yeah. it's just, it's yeah. like, you who, <laughs> you know, I don't want U.S. troops there, right? I don't want uh, Turkey invading there. I don't really want the Syrian army being involved. It's just, it's like, just leave the fucking Kurds alone. All of you, all of you just fucking leave them alone. They're not fucking with you, right? So <laughs> that would be the solution yeah. is everyone just go home. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, they're, you know, probably the most oppressed people in the world when you think about their situation where they have literally no land to call their own. Uh, and they're the, the largest, I think, they, I think I read they're the largest ethnic minority uh, who, without, you know, a country, basically. And, and it's just horrible situation. But the, the ceasefire was just total, it, it seemed like a total farce. I mean, we, you know, we saw that letter uh, that got released that Trump wrote to Erdogan, uh, <laughs> yeah, which was uh, <laughs> I, I seriously thought that was like a joke. Like when somebody posted that and, like, oh, they're like, and a bunch of people like news, you know, outlets were like, no, no, that's the actual letter. That's he's like, you know, come on, do, do the right thing. You know, like, hey, he's, don't be a fool. <laughs> yeah. Don't be, don't, don't be a fool. Literally, he closed the White House fucking letterhead. Like he he's and then he follows it up with, I'll call you later. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that last stupid, but I was like, Jesus Christ. President. Fucking moron. Oh, he's going to oh get us all God. killed and, you know, LOL about it at the same time. Somebody on yeah. TYT that actually had a theory that, like, he's he's been, he's he hates being president. He's been trying to do everything possible to get impeached. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know what else I have to do to get fired as president. Like, what? How much more incompetent can he's, I he's just gonna pull show you I am? TV. That's going to be that's going to be his next move. He's yeah. just like, come on, if this doesn't do it, nothing will. <laughs> Pelosi's not um, going to allow a vote on impeachment either because, you know, yeah, no, had to retake the majority in the in Congress. I don't know what for because you do literally nothing with it. No, but come on. Didn't you see? She pointed at him very sternly. I mean, she's she's really resisting. She's she wagged you know, your finger. Oh, yeah. So, she's totally, so she, totally protecting him from any kind of actual consequences and, you know, allowing a vote that she said she would allow. But, you know. Whatever. Um, yeah. and, and of course, all the white feminists are like, oh, yes, queen. Just just like what she is not standing up to anyone in that room. OK, she has just as no, much power as any of them. She's a fucking powerful capitalist, the same as all those men. You know, that was the, bless you. That was a photo op. I mean, that was clearly a photo op, you know, that she she knew she would be able to get. Yeah, She can um, point at him and clap her hands. And then that's all that's required to resist yeah. a fascist. Yeah, never mind the fact that she said repeatedly that she um, did that clapping uh, sincerely. Like, she was sincerely clapping for him what he was saying. They still act like she was throwing shade at him with that fucking clapping from the State of the Union. Yeah. Oh, they Just project, unbelievable. They project all of their their bullshit centrist values onto her, and she yeah. eats it up. Did, so. you see, did you see, I don't know if you saw today, but he fucking... And this is unrelated to this turkey story, but it just kind of, you know, the, the fucking comedy of errors going on right now with him. He had a joint press conference with the Italian president, uh, who, who, uh, who's uh, President Mattarella, uh, M-A-T-A-R-E-L-L-A, and he called him President Mozzarella uh, like five or six times during the press conference. <laughs> like, did, did you do it on purpose or not? You'll never know. Yeah, it, it's like the whole oranges, you know, thing. There's, and then he uh, referred to Italy as a, a great ally, ally of ours since the days of ancient Rome, uh, which uh, started. 
<laughs> Swear to God, uh, which which I looked it up because I was I was like, there's no fucking way the U.S. Yeah. was even a country. Uh, ancient Rome started around 27 BC uh, was established, and the fall of Rome was around 426 AD. So uh, missed us by about 13 centuries, but close enough, Trump. You know, yeah. and then, he, then he followed it up with, uh, "Hey, Rome didn't burn in a day," and then someone was like, Psst. "He's like, oh, I'm being told it did." <laughs> <laughs> And also, you know, we haven't always been allies with Italy. You know, the, 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 the fucking Mussolini was not uh, super friendly to the American. Yeah, Italy, you know, Italy didn't really back us up at Normandy uh, for some yeah. reason. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe they're on the Kurd side. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's yeah. Just no, he's just incredibly dumb. But and, and the reason I really kind of mention that is because he doesn't know what he's fucking doing with this this Kurd situation. And it seems like it's very much he just listens to whatever, you know, whatever Erdogan, like whatever, whoever tells him, gets on the phone with him and tells him, you know, what he wants to hear. And, and, and that's why uh, a bunch of fucking Kurds are being slaughtered and they're, you know, ripping journalists and, and, you know, civilians out of their cars and cutting their fucking heads off. So, you know, the, right. the, 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 the scale of war crimes being reported right now in, in Northern Syria, you know, by the Turkish forces is like, I just can't even fucking look at it. It's horrifying. It's yeah, fucking horrifying. There's uh, reports so. of the uh, Turks bombing Tur- uh, Kurdish cities with white phosphorus, too. Uh, the only oh country that manufactures white phosphorus is the United States, by the way. Um, yeah. And, of course, us in Israel are the siege are the of Fallujah. Only, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the two countries that uh, that actually use it, and apparently now Turkey, too. Um, but yeah, so it, it's like he wants Turkey to buy right. all these weapons and, but then like, Hey, but don't, don't be a fool and use them, but I'm not really going to stop you anyway. I'll call you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by the way, for people that don't know, white phosphorus is considered a, a chemical weapon. It's basically this powder, this flash powder that you, uh, that literally burns your skin, like it burns your skin off. Like if you're, if you're, you know, hit with it, it's, it's, yeah. you know, they stick and spray it and it's, it's, it's a fucking hideous Hideous well, chemical we've weapon. I've seen it's, the uh, movies where someone gets shot with a flare gun and it's just like, you know, sparks and flares coming out of a hole in their chest, right? Uh, well, just yeah. imagine imagine that being dropped on you in a 500-pound bomb, right? Yeah. Um, so Or sprayed it, on you. Yeah, it, it's it, horrendous. Exactly. Exactly. So it's yeah. basically just a, um, a more technological updated version of napalm, which we use to yeah. kill millions of people in, uh, in Vietnam. Yep. Well, we're the good guys, though, so, you know, yeah. it's all good. Uh, uh, but There is also a little bit of good news uh, here in the U.S. Um, one of the largest uh, mass strikes, the uh, Chicago Teacher Union, um, who famously walked out uh, back in 2012, which kicked off uh, just all these huge statewide teacher strikes in, in a bunch of conservative states, no less. Uh, they are now going on strike again, as of today, along with the local uh, SCIU chapter, uh, and then a couple other smaller uh, support unions. They have been uh, negotiation for new contracts. There's something only like, uh, we'll just we'll back up slightly. Um, Rahm Emanuel, previous mayor, already closed like 100 schools, right? Big fan uh, of unions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they, they're, they're basically they keep trying to pay the teachers more. And the teachers are like, we don't, we're not asking for more pay. We need you to hire more teachers, right? There's class sizes where apparently it's up to 50 students, right? Oh, and God. they won't, uh, the, the mayor, the uh, 
the district will not allow uh, class size limitations to be put on the table. They just flatly refuse. Um, there's a, like something like a 300 schools in Chicago that don't have a full-time librarian or a on-site nurse, right? Which is mm-hmm. just like, that's, that's crazy. So Unbelievable. Somebody, somebody posted some, just for context of, of where the money is going in Chicago, 40% of the entire city budget goes to the police. 40%, at almost half. By, by comparison, New York City only spends 6.3%. Uh, of their budget on the police. So it, it just, just to give you an idea that like 40% is astronomical for, for, a, for a city of that size. Um, and let's see, or what else? So yeah. Um, oh, and then since 2004, Chicago has spent $757 million on settlements for police brutality and additional $213 million defending those cases. So that's a billion dollars in the last 12 years that they have flushed down the toilet because the, the cops in that city are getting way too much money are beating the shit out of people and killing people. Uh, Rahm Emanuel, who tried to, you know, basically cover up a murder by the police. Um, yeah. Biggest so, fucking Fugazi in all of government, Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. So, and then they elect this new supposedly progressive uh, black woman to be mayor and pretty much does the exact same thing as far as the school district goes. Uh, so the idea that there's not money to hire enough teachers to not have 50 students per classroom is absurd. It's just the money is all going to uh, just lethal, brutal Nazi police force. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's disgusting. And, you know, they spend 40% of their fucking budget on the police force and they're one of the most crime riddled cities in America. So clearly maybe, you know, there's a correlation there where they're adding all of these extra cops and uh, there's way more violence and crime in the city. Uh, You know, I just, you know, maybe that's, maybe those two things are related. Just saying. Maybe yeah, they, they, they force this, the populace to be more fucking violent. And, yeah, you know. a couple of weeks ago, um, and Chicago has something like uh, 4,000 more police than even L.A. does, even though L.A.'s uh, something like a million more people per population. It's just, it's like, why? What? <laughs> yeah, it's a police state. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. Oh, and, and actually, just before we started recording, uh, there was two cops that illegally turned left on a red light uh, while I had the right of way in a crosswalk. So just like wherever you go, <laughs> it's just they're they're a fucking menace no matter what. So. Yeah, no, they're a true menace to society. Um, well, speaking of menaces to society, menaces to society, uh, we should talk about uh, just just an absolute uh, amazing surrogate that Elizabeth Warren has for her campaign this go around. <laughs> um, this woman, Ashley Murray Preston, she is a uh, surrogate for Elizabeth Warren. She is a frequent uh, guest panelist co-host for on TYT, which is where I've seen her before. Uh, and I, and there's always something about her. I was like, there's something fucking off about her. And then, you know, of course, they weren't disclosing that she is an actual paid Warren's, Warren surrogate uh, because she would always come on and kind of downplay Bernie or, you know at times shit talk Bernie and talk up Warren. And I was always like, eh, well, she's really making kind of disingenuous arguments. I wonder if it's just, you know, um, uh, you know, a mental block about this or whatever. But then, you know, you later find out, of course, she's being paid by the Warren campaign. So she stepped in some shit this week uh, because she tweeted something just insanely fucking stupid. Um, do you, 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 you said you had some of the tweets. I, I do. Uh, so as soon as people started to notice uh, 
So first of all, this is a black trans woman, right? And just because you're trans doesn't mean you can't still be homophobic. And just because you're black doesn't mean you can't still be racist to other racial minorities. So somebody started digging through tweets. And, you know, if you're a paid surrogate for a campaign, people go, oh, let's see what's, you know, what you've been saying other to other, you know, before you became big league, right? So the reason somebody really started to look was because she said something just completely well, several things false yeah. about Bernie Sanders. She said that he hasn't been to uh, an LGBT rally since the seventies. Well, that's not true. He goes to multiple uh, rallies of that nature every year. Uh, and she said uh, that any, any um, LGBT person that supports him is suffering from Stockholm syndrome, which is just like, that's, that's the war. That's a, a surrogate for Warren. Like that's, that's yeah, great. Just, great. Well, so, so- uh, somebody started to pull up just like, uh, you know, do searches for some other things. Well, actually, wait, before you get into that, yeah. just briefly, to, just so people know, and, and it's, of course, preposterous. Elizabeth Warren was a fucking Republican into the 90s. Can't remember whether or not she supported gay marriage while she was a Republican. But Bernie Sanders uh, fought the fucking Burlington, you know, city council to allow a gay pride parade to go forward in the early 80s when he was the mayor. Uh Articles have been written about Bernie, how about how he created a trans mecca in Burlington in the 80s, where at a time where where, uh, you know, forget about like, you know, lesbian and gay issues, trans issues were not even on people's fucking periphery. He has been a complete ally. I mean, there's that clip of him screaming at that Republican in Congress, you know, in the early 90s who who went on, who was, you know, railing against homos in the military as he called it. And, and Bernie just fucking slaps the guy down. like, but th- there's nobody who's a better fucking ally running for president right now to the LGBT community than Bernie Sanders. And I'm going to include people to judge because yeah, I haven't seen him actually do shit for <laughs> any kind of LGBT issues outside of being like, Oh, well, you know, I have a husband uh, and I'm, I'm a super fucking centristy lame ass, you know, Republican light uh, Democrat. So out of her fucking mind to say that. But yes, I'm sorry. Continue right. with so the rest of her tweets. This is a TYT co-host and Elizabeth Warren paid surrogate Ashley Marie Preston uh, in 2011. Asian hoes act like they won't get karate chopped in the motherfucking throat. What is this host staring at? Mind your beeswax, bitch. Uh, so yeah, real, real nice thing to say about Asian people. Uh, another one, Latino and Asian businesses need to stop being rude and fucking disrespectful. And I know it's a lot to ask in California, but speak fucking English too. Yeah, I said it. So, (laughs) okay. This this is, yeah. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, oh, sometimes this is also 2011. Sometimes I wish I was a Mexican so I could get free healthcare. My premium is too high. Fuck you, Kaiser. So yeah, the, the, the right wing myth that uh, that's undocumented that it's illegal, yeah, free healthcare. Yeah, uh, so just unbelievable, just unbelievable. Um, let's see, I've got another one. Oh, uh, that is the last time I helped that faggot fucker. He's bringing me problems. Something, something, help me. Uh, I just got just got the nine these motherfuckers faggot cocksuckers okay yeah and you get the idea you get um, the idea so just, she, she's been trash you know clearly for years and then so now her big excuse was number one she blamed it on uh being a meth user at the time uh which you know of course as we know uh 
drugs make you racist you know it's, <laughs> it's not like they bring out what's actually inside of you they actually you know put things into your head that weren't there before everyone knows that right. about drugs right and also um, said that well this is actually all of our faults for digging through those tweets for something to find like it's she said it was a political play or a political ploy or something like that um, so, you know, also just as she's saying, well, I, but ultimately I take responsibility, locked her account and then went through and deleted all those tweets. So, <laughs> and then unlocked it as if nobody would have fucking noticed. Exactly. So somebody actually who was familiar with her went back through and, and was like, Hey, this timeline doesn't add up because at the time that she claimed to be homeless and living on the street, it was about 19 years ago. These tweets are all seven years ago. So was this another case of uh, Russian, you know, time traveling Russian hackers or what? Like, what? Why? Well, and, and, and she also <laughs> blamed a lot of those tweets. And she was like, well, I was still in the closet. This is before she started transitioning. And then people found records of her having, you know, talked about starting to transition back in 2003. So it was like, you know, she's just fucking full of shit. She has yeah, no excuse for her. Exactly. So this is the kind of person that Liz Warren sees no problem with. Um, and TYT refused to make any kind of statement about this this week. Uh, they still haven't, right? As far no, as I no, know. They still haven't. They still haven't. And, and nobody in the mainstream media picked this up. If a Bernie Sanders surrogate was uh, caught oh, God. saying that those kind of things about Asians, it would, Politico would have written 12 articles the first day if that was the case. So, you know, and what was it? Who was the guy that uh, the Warren campaign had to fire for uh, sexual harassment to uh, just a, a couple uh, of weeks ago? It, it, it was it was a high level staffer. It was some kind yeah. of a and, and of course, it made no fucking headlines whatsoever. I didn't even see it until this no. week when people were mentioning it. No, media is completely protecting Morgan and her shitty Hillary guy, of course, and, by the way. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, yeah, it <laughs> just just absolutely uh, disgusting the kind of campaign uh, people that she has around her. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, um, nothing, no statement from the Warren campaign. And, uh, you know, I, we should talk a little bit about the debate because uh, she had another kind of baffling performance where she wouldn't actually commit to answering any of the questions that she was asked. And, you know, they again, like they always ask her. And, and again, you know, there's huge issues with the fucking format of these stupid debates and the framing of these questions are always right-wing bullshit how are you going to pay for that framings when you know the question is never asked about endless war etc cetera, etc cetera. but she continues to just dodge and duck and never answer the question of will middle class taxes go up and bernie says the right answer which is yeah taxes will go up but your overall spending on health care will go significantly down for like 95 percent of the people in this country uh, so anyone who has fucking common sense and has balanced a checkbook or done fucking, you know, accounting in their life for their own personal finances understands that that's a way better fucking deal than, you know, than the alternative, which is pay exorbitant fees to fucking health and private health insurance companies. But she's so mealy mouthed about it because she doesn't fucking support it. So she can't commit to it and actually stand by her principles and what happens is that the fucking media acts like she's the one out there leading the pack on all of these issues. And it fucking makes me nuts and it makes everyone nuts. It's like they, th so the big thing that came out of the debate was that a bunch of, it, it was so weird. It was like almost like it was coordinated, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of odd how this worked out, but a bunch of outlets, uh, including NBC news literally quoted, uh, uh, something that somebody said from the debate and they said, uh, blasting a corrupt and unfair system, uh, 
you know, from Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I get a little bit tired, I must say, of people defending a system which is dysfunctional, which is cruel. 87 million uninsured, 30,000 people dying every single year. Warren said in response to attacks on her support for a single payer healthcare system. Also, New York Magazine, Warren, I get a little bit tired, I must say, of people defending a healthcare system which is dysfunctional, which is cruel, 57 million uninsured, 30,000 people dying every single day a year. Uh, Boston.com, same exact quote. Uh, you know, just 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 for posterity, I want to play the audio of Warren's uh, quote that they're all quoting. You want to respond you know, I get a little here. bit tired, I must say, of people defending a system which is dysfunctional, which is cruel. 87 million uninsured, 30,000 people dying every single year, 500,000 people going bankrupt. For what reason? They came down with cancer. I will tell you what the issue is here. The issue is whether the Democratic Party has the guts to stand up to the healthcare industry, which made $100 billion in profit, whether we have the guts to stand up to the corrupt, price-fixing pharmaceutical industry, which is charging us the highest prices in the world for prescription drugs. And if we don't have the guts to do that, if all we can do is take their money, we should be ashamed about that. Thank you, Senator. Senator. They leave that last part out of Warren's quote. It's it's funny, you know, that they yeah, left wow, that part Liz out. Liz Warren yeah. sounds like a real fighter for maybe the first time uh, in in her career. Yeah, so she had some throat issues though. It sounded like she had a little bit of laryngitis or something. I don't clearly, know. Clearly, that was Bernie Sanders, and three different major media outlets quoted that as is Liz Warren saying those words. Now, even if you just look at the words, just the syntax of that alone, yeah, reads it's, it's as, obviously, as, Bernie. As obviously Bernie Sanders. The way he's structures his sentences was Warren would never say anything like that or, or that strong or, or, you know, with that much conviction and throw stats in there all at the same time. Uh, you know, so it's literally just like, Oh, we don't have any good quotes from Warren. Well, let's just steal one of birdies and give it to her. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unfucking believable. This is it, like, we've seen them do shit like this before. This is so egregious. I mean, I keep thinking like they can't get away with this, but they're going to get away with it. Like they're just not going to do anything. They, they'll probably quietly take it down. Won't make mention of it. Uh, and, and, you know, yeah, some people will it, see it. And take it down, but there's, a, you know, Jesse thousands Pinkman of people in, that have seen that. It's like Jesse Pinkman in the fifth season. Yeah, you can't, keep getting, you can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> I literally, that was the thought I had, but I read, I was, I read that earlier. I was like, they just can't keep fucking yeah. getting away with it. Like, and for I, all I, you breaking bad fans out there, we are going to be reviewing El Camino uh, later in this evening and been released in a couple days. So just want to yeah, get that plug in there. <laughs> can't wait. But yeah, I, I just, I, 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 I feel like i'm fucking taking crazy pills like i don't understand how they they they're just this blatant i mean and i was saying like guys like at least give her a week to fucking change the wording around and say it herself at a rally like we, we already know she's gonna right. you know copy copy his fucking his messaging but like at least let her like oh, attempt do you to remember the moment when bernie started to go off and he was only like halfway into his first sentence and liz warren like out loud said yes and it, it was like <laughs> what is she saying what is she green with i was like i tweeted out i was like liz let him finish the sentence before you copy it like you don't even know what you're about to agree with yet <laughs> <laughs> she's writing it down trying to f- f- fiddle with the fucking wording she's like oh yeah i can say that too and this is the crazy part is Bernie, bernie's medicare for all bill is four years old right and liz warren has no health care plan she has not released any health care plan 
right? Because she's sticking to this whole like, oh, it's just a framework and I don't really know what it's going to be. It could be whatever. I just, you know, who knows what it might be. It's like literally you, you, you sponsored. It's not a contest, comrade. She said it's not a contest. It's not a contest. What do you, what the fuck do you think a primary is? (laughs) Yeah, no, she sponsored Bernie's bill, but then she's like, well, I support lots of ways of getting there, you know? Oh, oh shucks. Gee, gee, golly, I don't really know what I'm doing. I just know we got to. Yeah, I, I'm so sick of her. I, six I more months. I, I cannot stand her. I cannot stand that there are people that are like, oh, she's a good alternative to Bernie. Like, why would you need and an what alternative fucking planet? Like, so what, on what, what planet? for? Why is she? Why is Bernie not a good alternative to her? Right. And so it, it just it made it all the more delicious that, you know, the same night as the debate. We got word that uh, Ilhan, uh, Ilhan Omar, Alexander Ocasio Cortez, uh, and Rashida Tlaib were all going to be endorsing Bernie Sanders. It was, I mean, it, it was amazing to hear. And then the next twenty four to forty eight hours of all the centrist tears on Twitter, just people having absolute fucking meltdowns, has been amazing. I, it just. The mental schisms these people have, people that liked AOC but hate Bernie, it, it, like how can – how? These people are children. These people have no concept of how politics works. They have no – they're all just fucking, you know, they're all clout fucking, you know, sharks. They all just like – they love AOC because she's young and attractive and popular and, and a know, woman. is a Democrat and a, and a woman and a woman of color. And they don't actually listen to the shit that she says. They love to use her as like a token, you know, woman of color who's like in, le- in, in, you know, being a leader. But they don't actually listen to the shit she's leading on. And if they did, they would have realized a long time ago that the candidate she is the most closely aligned with ideologically is Bernie fucking Sanders. I mean, that's the reason they all got into politics. Like they, they all cite him as the reason that, you know, or, you know, it's a reason that they've gotten into politics. Like, Even if you didn't know, you know, anything about policy, you, you clearly must know they're to the left of Bernie. Right. And why would someone to the left of Bernie vote for somebody that's to, to Bernie's right? I saw so many people, just saying, I genuinely don't know why they wouldn't endorse Warren instead of Bernie. It's like, do, where do you do you just listen to fucking NPR all day? Is that is that where you get your fucking news? Because you have cl- no idea where these people are. Uh, there was this was a tweet. I this person uh, came after me something fierce when I, I made fun of them. Uh, but they're they so their um, their Twitter avatar is a picture of Beto O'Rourke. If that tells you anything about where their <laughs> their mind is, but the here's here was their tweet. Uh, I despise Bernie and love AOC. I'm disappointed but a- and angry. Uh, no, I'm disappointed but angry and don't hate her for it. Uh, hate her is in quotations for some reason. Uh, I wish she was making a different decision, and I am worried about how much political sway she has with Dems and that it w- is going to help him a lot, which makes me feel ill. <laughs> I mean, this is this is this is like the the woman on MSNBC that was like, I don't know what it is about Bernie. He just makes my skin crawl. Like you don't even know why you don't like him. You just don't like him because he's the guy who wants to. He's he's like the one uncorruptible, honest politician, and that's the guy that makes your fucking skin crawl. 
Because he had the ball, he had the, he had the gall to challenge Hillary. That's really what's behind so many of these people of who don't like him, of and he can't explain why. But like AOC, it's just because he challenged Hillary, and he and he pointed out her flaws, and they blame him for her fucking awful campaign that she ran, that she lost to you know a reality show clown. That's really what like they just can they'll never fucking get over it. Like, no, they'll and, never and the crazy part twenty sixteen is is you know now that uh, you know. Ellen and Obama have rehabilitated George W. Bush. Uh, where, where's the apology to Ralph Nader, right? Like where yeah. they, they, they hate Ralph Nader more than they hate George Bush. They love Bush. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It, and it, the reason they hate Ralph Nader is because he gave us George Bush, according to them. None of it makes any fucking sense. Ralph Nader, no. the reason why there is an, there's uh, only 40,000 uh, fatalities from automobiles every year instead of uh, about 4,400,000 is because of Ralph Nader. Right, because he he devoted his life to exposing the the criminal automobile industry and how they knew a way to not have every person in an accident die, but they didn't want to do it because it would cost more money. Right? Yeah, and, guys, seatbelts weren't standard before Ralph Nader fucking forced them to put seatbelts in car. Like, right? You know, right. So it's unbelievable. It, it's, just, it's it's like the people. It's like the, it's like the X Men. You know, everyone hated the X Men, even though they were like the only ones that would fight for humans, even though humans hated them. It's it's like yeah. the, the people that are the real superheroes are always going to be hated by the public who they save, you know. And that, hey guys, the EPA, Clean Air and Water Act, fucking Ralph Nader under a Richard Nixon presidency, he exactly. was so fucking strong that he forced Richard Nixon to create the fucking EPA and pass the Clean Air and Clean Water Acts when he was you know a congressman because he was that fucking strong. Like that's who Ralph Nader is. People right. should be and, thanking him as like a political hero. So, I mean, really, it's like the existence of people like Bernie Sanders and AOC and Ilhan, what they actually have are proving that they really care about is, of course, movement building, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the reason why I look at Liz Warren and go, there's nothing there is because she's not building a movement. She doesn't know what that word means. These people who were shocked that AOC and Ilhan would, would endorse Bernie, like, they understand what movement building is, like th- those, those two women. Right. And, and it's just like every person that was shocked, I could tell, has never worked on a campaign before because they can't tell the difference between somebody who's really putting in the work and somebody that just parachutes in and goes, oh, yeah, me, oh, shucks, me too. Like, it, it's, it, yeah. you know. It, Warren doesn't have an activist bone in her fucking body. Like, she doesn't understand the meaning of activism. She was a fucking well, Republican her whole life. I mean, unless she it's any- activism to save Dow Chemical from any kind of uh, lawsuit. Yeah. True yeah. um, story. And, and yeah, I get it. Not everyone has had the uh, the luxury of working on a campaign and seeing the difference. But you know, why are you invested in politics but have no understanding of what a ground game is or what outreach actually looks? You shouldn't like? be our fucking president if you don't have at least roots in activism and roots in organized. Like it's just preposterous that you're gonna try to fucking organize an entire country when you can't even fucking organize. You know, a, a movement around. Uh, one of your campaigns, you know, into like it's just preposterous. Like, oh, I mean, just no what's concept of labor solidarity, no concept. Yeah, except like the percentage of people who are in Congress that just like basically went to law school just to get into politics. You know, it's I'm sure it's 80%. probably probably eight percent, somewhere seventy eight percent. Um, but I mean, Liz Warren fucking crossed the picket line during this presidential campaign. Like, she's so 
fucking dumb and and she has the worst political instincts i think of any politician i've ever and i'm not i'm not just saying this because i dislike her more than anyone else i don't dislike her as much as i dislike joe biden or a lot of these other centrists running but she has the worst fucking political instincts of anybody i've seen in congress in congress in a long time i mean for her to you know back in 2016 to not endorse bernie in the primaries and hold out and endorse hillary after the fucking election was decided uh, you know the the Native American the DNA test. She just has the worst political instincts of all time. Or she listens to the idiot, you know, consultants who are the biggest crop of morons, you know, in in all of politics. Which means that she's pliable and that she's not a strong fighter and she's not going to fight for any of these things that she oh yeah well, because the, um, money didn't want her to do those things. Uh, former uh, Speaker of the House Reed, what's his what's his first name? Harry Reed. Yeah, yeah, Harry yeah, Reed. Harry, Harry uh, Reed was on uh, whatever David Axelrod show, and he they were just like gleefully speculating that uh, Warren would abandon Medicare for all. They were like, oh, she, trust me, she's way more pra- uh, practical. He, than, he literally uh, is like, look, I know Elizabeth. I worked with her. She's way more pragmatic. She's there, not there's gonna no way she's really going to support Medicare for all. And they, it was like they were gleeful about it. Like we know that yeah. she, she, we still, you know, we, 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 we know she's the adult in the room. She's not going to, you know, try to give everyone health care So 40,000 people a year don't die from lack of health insurance. Like she's not one of those idiots. Don't worry. It, it's yeah. just, it's disgusting. Just, this is, this is the democratic party <clears throat> who is fighting to make sure that an industry that makes hundreds of billions of dollars a year, uh, keeps the money flowing in and make sure that 30 million Americans still uh, are completely uninsured and tens of millions more are underinsured. Yeah. Well, on a positive note, I want to play the audio from uh, Ilhan's endorsement because she really, she officially came out, you know, and endorsed Bernie. AOC's saving it for Saturday for the rally. I think that'll be her official endorsement announcement. Yeah. But Ilhan came out on Twitter and released this video uh, through the campaign. I haven't actually listened to this yet because I don't have time. So I'll be hearing that. I'll have a genuine reaction to this because it'll be my first time hearing it. But uh, I'm sure it's great. So here, let's listen to Ilhan's endorsement of Bernie. I am so proud to endorse Senator Bernie Sanders for president. Senator Bernie Sanders is the only candidate that has built a movement and continues to build a movement that transcends gender, ethnicity, religion, and we know that in order to take on Trump, we're going to need a unifier, someone who understands what the fight looks like and someone who's ready to defeat him. I'm one of the people that was inspired by the movement that the senator has built. There was an America that I dreamed about. There is an America that most people um, believe in. It is an ideal. It's not reality yet. And he started the work of organizing for that America. And that has inspired me to get involved and run myself to help others also organize for that America. One of the amazing things I think about the senator is that he understands we have to find solutions to our greatest problems. We don't wait for what the poll numbers are on uh, proposing a particular solution. The senator is the only candidate that is proposing a complete cancellation of student debt. The senator is the only candidate that is proposing to provide universal school meals. The senator is the only candidate that wants to make sure that we end our endless wars and will fight for human rights 
and hold everyone accountable regardless of whether they are an ally or a foe. The senator is someone who understands that our movement isn't just for few, it's for everyone. The senator is the only candidate that isn't about leaning a particular way, but being true to yourself and fighting for what you believe regardless of what the obstacles are. This is not just the fight for our lives, this is the fight for our democracy. This is the fight for a better future, one that we can all be proud of. Yes, that was awesome. Um, so, yeah, you know, Ilhan's fucking great, and I, I, I think in a lot of ways she's the best of the squad. Uh, she's definitely the most left on foreign policy. And that's and she mentions in that clip, you know, and she, <laughs> I, I like the emphasis she puts, well, uh, the senator is the only candidate who uh, is for en- ending the uh, endless wars and, you know, fighting for human rights abroad. And that's the biggest, I mean, if you really want to look at the biggest area of distinction between Bernie and, and Warren, Warren's awful on foreign policy. Warren's like a typical like neocon Democrat, uh, you know, like, you know, centrist Democrat when it comes to foreign policy. She supports Israel's fucking occupation uh, of Palestine. She's, uh, you know, didn't she? she's just terrible on almost every foreign policy issue. She didn't support uh, North Korean peace talks, uh, you know, with the South Korean president. She's just very right wing. Um. And Bernie is, you know, for for all of his flaws, he's the, by far the most left wing uh, presidential candidate when it comes to foreign policy, and that's the area that the president has the most unilateral control over. Yeah, as yeah. president. Well, there there was a couple of lines in there that felt like a direct uh, swipe at Liz Warren for people mm-hmm. who think they're just exactly the same. Which again, if you thought they were the same, why would you? pick the person who who you know just found religion as opposed to the person who has been a devout disciple of the working class his whole life uh but you know saying he's the only one who actually is going to fight for these things like that was that was the one where i was just like yeah that was that was a little middle (laughs) finger to to warren um so yeah i mean ilhan's Ilhan's not perfect uh she actually well she voted against sanctions on turkey uh although she may feel like you know sanctioning an entire country for any reason is is not that great of a thing to do which i i tend to agree with um specifically sanctioning the you know people in the government uh who are making those decisions totally agree with you on that but i don't i don't like hurting a whole country for the actions of their government um but yeah, this was amazing. And the really the even more amazing part was they hadn't planned on announcing all this until several months later. Right. They wanted Just before Bernie the first to, votings. Start. Yeah. Yeah. And Bernie had his minor heart attack and he's sitting in the hospital. He's in the hospital bed and his campaign manager got a phone call from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez directly. And he handed the phone to Bernie and she told him that she was endorsing right then and there. Uh, so t- talk about just like a touching moment. Uh, Political actually wrote a great article on this yesterday, surprisingly, um, that, you know, when 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 Bernie, who's been fighting for all of us for so long, takes a hit, you know, his health takes a hit. People kind of said, we've got to step up. Like, we got to fight for him more. Right. And so that yeah. was when the decision was made to, uh, you know, announce what to a week, two weeks later during the uh, well, just after the debate uh, this week. Yeah. And, you know, that takes an incredible amount of political courage because there was, I'm sure, tremendous pressure on AOC, even within her own staff, because it's 
a lot more of a DC staff now that Pelosi forced her to fire her entire fucking staff. Um, I'm sure there was a ton of pressure on her to endorse Warren or to not endorse anybody. Um, and she was like, no, look, I'm going to support uh, the the person who I most closely align with. The reason I'm in politics right now, she was a Bernie organizer in 2016. Um, and, you know, again, like I, you know, and I, we, she, we had our moments where we question her and I, and, you know, it's, it's healthy to question even the people that you support because that's the way, uh, that you push them in the right direction. But you make sure uh, you they know, don't she, slip she, either. Cause we, yeah, like, yeah. You said, and you make know, sure they don't get too complacent to conform mm-hmm. and, and turn into the thing, you know, turn into Joe Crowley. Right. And, well, and it's also. Well, and it and it's and it's pressure to make sure they don't go in the wrong direction, but it's also like support and saying like, "Look, we're behind you. Like, do the right thing. Like, fuck what you know the consultants are telling you. Fuck what Nancy Pelosi is telling you. Like, just do the right thing. Go with your gut. Like, go with your instincts, and the people will support you for it. And like, I think she understands. You know, between this, between the uh, the protests that she went to in Pelosi's office for the Green New Deal, like she she makes courageous decisions when her back's against the wall which is the biggest difference between her and elizabeth warren because when warren's back was against the wall she didn't have any courage she fucking held out and then endorsed hillary um and and you know a lot of people were worried the aoc would do the same but it, you know she did the she did the thing well, the right thing in the end so that's i knew that she would endorse Bernie. incredible cur- uh, i just knew that you know unlike a lot of people on twitter on the left who were just every day like why won't she endorse him right now why won't he like guys look like there's there's a strategic time to do a thing right like when is it going to benefit him the most now i think the the plan was to endorse him much closer to the deadline <laughs> for registration uh to vote in uh the state of new york right because that's when you really want to get people activated and get people really thinking about who they are going to vote for it, to make sure that you know they actually get to the polls get signed up registered to vote uh, but clearly knowing or seeing how much the media was jumping on his, on his, uh, mild heart attack it, to try to say, oh, it's over. He needs to drop out. Uh, you know, why is he even in this race anymore? Like clearly she knew that Bernie was going to be fine, but the media was going after him any which way they could. And he, even just all the pre debate, it was like, you know, he's, this is the make or break moment for him. Cause if he can't show that he's still got the fire, uh, that he's not the, the 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 sharpest one on that stage. People are going to say, "Oh, it's he, it's over him." The bar was set so much higher for Bernie than anyone else on that stage. Um, you know, so even though he got half the speaking time of Liz Warren, uh, really it was it was all eyes on Bernie, right? And he, he, had, an, he had an amazing amazing night already. But then to have this announcement come out at the same time, it was just like, you know, it, it was amazing. That, you know, on Twitter, uh, 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 what was it? Um, Klobuchar, Amy Klobuchar, Cory Booker were all trending, but not Bernie and not AOC or not Ilhan. So you want to tell me that wasn't deliberate, Jack? Yeah, no, of course it was. Um, And, you know, and Bernie, you know, he he had so much more energy tonight. Like, it was so clear that his blocked artery was holding him back. Like, he looked like 2015 Bernie, you know, at that debate. And, And he fucking killed it so much so that even like the cnn shit libs were saying like yeah no bernie i think bernie won that debate like for for anyone on on cable news to admit that bernie won a debate means that he fucking lapped the field because they are so loath to give him credit you know for for actually doing well every people gave him credit but uh was it uh john king definitely uh did not and he stepped in a big one uh because they were they were all talking about the the ilhan and rashida and aoc endorsing bernie and of course, we all remember that back in 2006, 2016, 2015, 
they all said, oh, Bernie's, you know, he's just, he's got a bunch of white bros, right? He's got a bunch of Bernie bros that doesn't have any support of black voters, which of course even then wasn't true. Um, but now what is, what is, uh, John King from CNN say, uh, do, do you think that the endorsement of these three women, uh, is going to read as being too urban? Yeah. Too, <laughs> too urban, too millennial, too online or too Twitter. Like he just kept saying all these like preposterous fucking boomer Democrat arguments against Bernie. Yeah, and it's we, like, we talk about liberal racism. When you say, is this too urban? You're being a fucking liberal racist. Okay. Yeah. John King is a dog racist. whistle. Like. No, that's that's just blatant. And so, of course, it's just it's attack Bernie for anything you possibly can because you're a fucking scumbag corporate media hack. Yeah. And of course, he does this thing that they all do, which is like he was basically oh, I'm not saying he's like, well, you know, some people will say that, you know, maybe this maybe his coalition, his base is too urban, too young, too millennial, too online too, like, yeah, he just it's just they're all fucking cowards. But, you know, right. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, they'll say, oh, Bernie won in Colorado, but that doesn't represent America. Like I, I, exactly. Colorado doesn't represent America. It's fucking, you know, it's a bunch I of mean, cattle ranchers and snowboarders. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't realize at this point that in 2016, it was like, oh, well, all Bernie's supporters are these white male bros. And now it's like, oh, well, Bernie's doing horrible with the white people. He's just got a bunch of, you know, blacks and Latinos supporting him. And that's not yeah, enough to yeah, win. Nate, like, Nate like, Silver saying that, well, Bernie's only has a more diversity now because all the white voters went to lose Warren. So that's what you should vote for. It's just like it. It's fucking hysterical. Nate Silver has turned into just the most unbelievable parody. And then you got fucking CIA asset Marcos uh, from Daily Cost go out and say, well, we, we, we've we evolved past endorsements. They don't even matter anymore. <laughs> endorsements don't matter anymore. Just a fucking just a parody. Can you imagine if they endorsed Warren over over Bernie, the fucking the, the, what these these absolute fucking liars would be saying right now? Oh, it, of course it would they be, wouldn't say that shit. It would be the, the top of the fold headline on every newspaper. Oh, well, might as well it would be, drop out now. Yeah. And then somebody like went around and looked at all like the major um uh, political or major news sites and like it wasn't the, the, no no mention of it anywhere on their on their home pages. You know, I, I had to yeah. dig for it to to find it on any major site. New York Times didn't even have it on their front page. Someone dug up New York Times like mention of the debate. Uh, Joe Biden, 22 mentions, you know, Elizabeth Warren, 14 mentions, Amy Klobuchar, four mentions, Tulsi Gabbard, one mention, Bernie Sanders, zero mentions. Guy who fucking won the debate, you know, at, at the very least is in the, is in the, you know, in a, in a virtual tie for the lead. I mean, there's polls coming out where it's him, Warren and Biden neck and neck now, you know, 22%, 21%. Biden is fading incredibly fast. Biden, there's no way he rebounds from this, and we'll talk about him in a minute. But he is obviously fading um, way earlier than I think even we thought. Like, we thought he would hold on a little longer, but he's got, like, $8 million cash on hand. He burned through cash last uh, oh, last cycle. Yeah, he, he burned a million dollars on private jets while Bernie's sitting in fucking coach, <laughs> shaking hands yeah, with Hillary, It's Hillary all over again. I mean, Bernie Sanders raised $25 million last quarter. Uh, uh, Joe Biden raised 15, which is already a piss poor number for someone who has no qualms about doing, you know, super high dollar fundraisers. Yeah, but and, and it was less than he, he spent made more last than he took time. In. He's taking in less money the longer he's in the cam- in the campaign. <laughs> so, yeah, he, they actually yeah. pulled all of their digital ads because they weren't getting any return on it because nobody under the age of 70 supports fucking Joe Biden beyond soft, you know, name recognition support. 
So, um, you know, he's just fading really fast. So the lane is there right now for Bernie to fucking, you know, pull around Warren on the left and speed ahead of her. So this endorsement, coupled with the fact that he fucking killed it at the debate to anyone uh, who is an objective, uh, objective observer uh, is great fucking news. And like, I feel like, you know, a lot of us feel really energized for the first time in a while about his prospects of fucking winning this thing. Like he's going to fucking win this thing. Like I really I, think he's going to win this. Thing. They're still going to, you know, if it, if it looks like Bernie is going to win, that's when they're going to activate Hillary. Um, she's just itching, itching to jump into this fucking race. Um, the, the thing that we're all concerned about though, is when, when Biden finally, uh, peels away uh where are all his alleged supporters going to go to right and the conventional wisdom i think is that most would go to liz warren because she's you know closer to him than bernie by by a lot but there's a lot of people that don't really look at the, the political spectrum right the people that just vote based on like their gut right that they think well, joe, joe biden is a straight shooter and just tells it like it is, even though he's fucking raving incoherent, they still view him as somehow being an honest person. Right. Yeah. Well, who is the most honest one up there? It's Bernie. Right. So you take Biden out and the people that, that vote not necessarily on policy, but for who they identify with and who they trust the most. I think, I think a lot of the support that's out of Biden will actually go to Bernie. And the data actually backs that up because they've done polls on like who's you know who's your second choice like among you know each candidate supporters, and a lot of Bernie's voters' uh, second choice is Biden, and a lot of Biden's sec- voters' second choice is Bernie, because a lot of uh, Biden voters and you know and maybe some Bernie voters they just know these people and they like you said they go on instinct they don't actually you know necessarily look at the policy, uh, and I think a lot of Bernie support is policy driven, but a lot of the people that are supporting Biden right now, you know, it's incredibly soft support. They just know him as Obama's VP. And the more they see of him, the more they don't like, which is why his poll numbers are fucking plummeting. I mean, he was up, yeah. you know, hovering consistently around 30 percent. He's lucky if he cracks 20 percent. Warren actually passed him in the average of polls. Like he's not even in first place anymore. He'll never fucking sniff first and place most, again. Most of the voters aren't watching the debates. It was this debate only had like the least... Yeah, only had eight million viewers. <laughs> me, at least um, eight million viewers. Yeah, at least of all the debates so far. So people just they, they don't, you know, they're busy. They're they're not paying attention to every little thing the way that we are. They don't have their own political podcast. But uh, Warren has the least name recognition out of all of them. I think it was I saw one thing that said like twenty five percent of likely voters didn't know didn't recognize her name. Right. That's, so, that's crazy. But I, I guess that makes sense. She's also know? she's also launched up in the polls very quickly, very recently. Right. So I think for the average American, they probably know Amy Klobuchar as well as they know Liz Warren. So there's that. Yeah. Well, so briefly, you know, we talked about Biden um, again, just did absolutely no favors for himself. Just an absolutely incomprehensible debate as per usual. Um it's really getting sad at this point. I mean, he, I'm going to play a, a couple of clips from his, his debate performance. This the, just see if you could follow what the fuck he's supporting in this clip. Uh, because I can't, I would eliminate the capital gains tax that, and I would, I would raise the capital gains tax to the highest rate of 39.5%. I would double it because guess what? Why in God's name should someone who's clipping coupons in the stock market make, in fact, pay a lower tax rate than someone who, in fact, is, uh, like I said, the, a school teacher and a firefighter? 
flipping coupons in the stock market. I would eliminate and then raise the capital gains. So I, I, I transcribed this. This whole uh, night was like try that. to actually read his words because I, 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 they played that clip on Democracy Now to pretty much mock uh, his mind being lost. And yeah, he let's see if I can find it. Probably not going to be able to find it. But first, he says he would eliminate the capital gains tax. That I uh, no, I would double it. Uh, I would raise <laughs> it to thirty nine percent. So wait, do you mean he's going to raise it to thirty nine percent and then double it, or is raise, <laughs> put it at thirty nine percent is that double? I think it, I think it's at. About twenty percent right now, so yeah, he would double it to thirty nine percent. Yeah, yeah, and then if you're clipping coupons in the stock market, <laughs> and then, like I said, as I mentioned before, teachers and firefighters, just complete incoherent <laughs> nonsense. And Guys, they, sure. they said this on Democracy Now. It's like he cannot keep a train of thought for more than t- five seconds at a time. No, that's, he can't. He can't answer. That was this whole debate was like that, just rambling, incoherent answers. I, I almost feel bad at this point. I really wish he would just drop out so I could feel bad for the guy because he's clearly, uh, you know, losing his cognition and he's clearly got uh, plaques on his brain. And and I don't really like making fun of him because it's a really serious thing. But it's also like they're bringing this upon their fucking selves. Like just stop propping up his fucking barely lifeless corpse just so Bernie doesn't win. And fucking admit that he's not up to this challenge. Like, he's not fucking up to it. Hey, he I, just, I want to read the, the sentence one more time. Just because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I feel ahead. like people... Let's see if we can figure out exactly what he's actually advocating for yeah, here. So I, I transcribe it here, and I want to read it again really slow. Just so you can process the words that his brain <laughs> shat out. The, the last sentence is, Why should someone clipping coupons in the stock market make, in fact, pay a lower rate, like I said, a school teacher and a firefighter? What do those words mean for Come one? on, man. Come on, man. It, it's, it's, it's like he took three <laughs> fragment sentences and put it together. Uh, uh, I, I can't. I can't figure out what the fuck those words no, mean. I, it's no just idea. incoherent. Please, please drop out so we can stop making fun of you because it really hurts my soul to do this. But you know what? You, you fucking deserve it. You're a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit and fuck it when he had his f- fully functional brain. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, this. And so and then he had another moment where, um, you know, he was uh, Warren was talking about uh, basically he, he was saying, like, I'm the only one on stage who's gotten anything done. Uh, and then Warren was like, well, I, you know, helped usher forward the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Um, and here's here's the audio from that. So this this is Biden. Really, this like if Bernie Sanders did this, they would have immediately been calling for him to to end his campaign. This is so fucking over the top sexist and like, do, like here, I'll play it. We'll, we'll talk about it in Congress on the first day. I will pass my anti-corruption bill which will beat back the influence of money and repeal the filibuster. And the third, we want to get something done in America. We have to get out there and fight for the things that touch people's lives. I agree with the great job she did. And I went on the floor and got you votes. I got votes for that bill. I convinced people to vote for it. So let's get those things straight, too. Senator Warren, do you want to respond? I am deeply grateful to President Obama, who fought so hard to make sure that agency was passed into law. And I am deeply grateful 
to every single person who fought for it and who helped pass it into law. But understand- You did a hell of a job in your job. Thank you. <laughs> but understand- Yeah, so really? he's just losing his fucking mind now. Well, it's so, so gross and like 80s douche boss. Like, you know. uh, yeah, well, I love how she fucking like he loses his cool and he shouts at her and he's standing directly next to her, too. That's what you can't. You yeah, know. he's like domineering over. He literally is shouting like over her. He kind of and, starts walking towards uh, her. It's a like lot gross. of women uh, on Twitter saw that and responded and said, you know, the, the way that Liz Warren lowers her voice and speaks very slowly and carefully is a thing that like when when a man starts shouting in the face of a woman they pick the words very carefully because they're scared of that guy screaming in their face because they know what that means they know that kind of behavior when a when a man's trying to shut a woman up by by yelling at her by screaming at her like that's a defense mechanism but i, I the thing i love that she did there was instead of thanking him she thinks oh, no, no. that was amazing <laughs> fucking shade. No, that was super funny because he had nothing to do with it. Uh, you know, Ryan Grimm actually looked it up. He wasn't even on uh, the floor of the House. He was absent from Congress the day that that was voted on. So unless yeah. he was whipping votes from from the fucking from you his know, private jet remotely, yeah, yeah uh, it, he did have a meeting with Lindsey Graham that day. So unless he was trying to get Lindsey Graham's vote exclusively, uh, I don't think he really. Uh, actually was trying to get votes for any kind of consumer he it's preposterous i mean he's fucking ar the architect of the bankruptcy bill which is something that the consumer financial protection bureau would have fought vigorously against if it were a strong you know institution at that time like and you know i i it, it was a fairly toothless organization but it's it's preposterous to act like he supported any kind of consumer protections um by the way i it, uh, when she said that Obama line, Bernie like laughed really, but he like caught himself really quick. But you could see actually smiles when she said that. Yeah, <laughs> and they I caught himself like <laughs> it was super funny. Um, but yeah, Joe Biden's out of his fucking mind. Like guys, he really needs to drop out. This is so it's it's kind of scary at this point like i don't know what he's gonna do like he's gonna fucking snap one day and just say some crazy shit at the next debate uh you know so i guess oh, i don't know maybe was the, it was the the remarks he made at the, the last one where he walks up to anderson cooper and starts talking about the uh the gay the men's bathhouses in san francisco <laughs> and then he just like wanders away and it, it, like i I hate that they didn't show Anderson Cooper's face in that moment. You only see like the back of his head because it's just, it just, I mean, like, like what? He looks what so perplexed. He's like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. And like, then at one point he said, like, uh, you know, I, I, he was saying like, I'm coming out in support of something. And he said, well, I'm coming out. And he paused because his brain is mush. Uh, and then Anderson's like, oh, well, that would have been a story, which was, you know, it was funny. And then, uh, but then Joe Biden walks over to him and like pretends to try to kiss him like that. This, Joe Biden oh. is so fucking out of touch, like just fucking lecherous disgusting. and out of touch. And by the way, of course, the typical, you know, guy from the fucking 80s thinks that homosexuality is hilarious and that, you know, pretending to kiss another guy is tantamount to the funniest joke you can tell on stage. Like just right. No, no idea how that's casually homophobic, whatever. It, he's God. He's so fucking. He's such a relic. Just please put him out to pasture. Put us all out of our misery. As entertaining as it's been, it's just getting sad now. I, I can't deal with him anymore. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Well, let's let's briefly let's just speed through. We don't have to go through everybody, but any other thoughts of uh, other individual? We talked obviously about the three important ones, but um, um, yeah, I mean, we were Pete all Buttigieg was so fucking insufferable during oh, that debate. Oh, yeah. we, he he wants we, to be the younger gay Joe Biden. I swear. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he thinks that that's the lane for him, but he doesn't realize that most of Biden's support has nothing to do with the fact that he's centrist and has everything to do with the fact that people know who he is. So he's going to get none of that support. He'll he'll take Joe Biden's money, like the money that was coming to Biden, because he's like he's like a fucking elite, uh, you know, Ivy League liberals wet dream. He's fucking he plays the piano and he speaks six languages and he's gay and he's young and he's, you know, looks like a fucking, uh, you know, looks Dookie like he Hauser, cast like, on West Wing. That's what it, he looks like. He would oh, be yeah. cast on West Wing. He fucking For looks sure. the part. Um, so we were excited that Tulsi was going to be back on the stage uh, this time is the third round. She wasn't. And she did a great job of uh, kneecapping Kamala. Um, so everyone was like, oh, who's going to be this time? And uh, she who, she kind of went after. Uh, she went well, after. She tried to go after Warren. Warren. They cut her it, off. It was the, yeah. Well, they, they when she had a chance to go after what you know she really should have gone after was voting for Trump's uh, military budget. She didn't do it. And what she did go after, it was like it just didn't land the way it landed with, uh, with she, Kamala. She went, it was partly her own fault because she went on for two fucking minutes listing all these stupid committees she was in. And then she tries to get into the Warren answer and they cut her off to go to commercial, which clearly they were trying to protect Warren. But also, Tulsi, you got to fucking get to the point quicker than that. Like, like yeah, you got to insert. Like, we don't, you we, know, we don't need to know every committee you were on. Like, Fucking kneecap Elizabeth Warren. That's the reason you're there. Like she's she spent like half a minute going on about the way the media was portraying her, you know, and dishonestly in in, in large part. Like nobody, I mean, I, <laughs> nobody, I, nobody I, even gonna, knew that until you said it. And now everyone's gonna go look, like, oh, you're a Russian asset now. Like really? <laughs> like don't. Well, I did, don't, but that was. Uh, I didn't have a huge uh, problem with that because I thought because New York Times actually were were part of the moderators for the debate. So for her to be like, hey. You assholes literally wrote an article yesterday about how I'm a Russian asset in, your, in the fucking New York Times. Uh, that's a preposterous smear. And I think that's why she was kind of indignant and she started listing all these committees and all the, you know, her service record, which is mm-hmm. why she went on for too long with that. But, um, yeah, and it's preposterous. And look, Tulsi's got a lot of issues. You know, I, I don't love uh, the way she's run this campaign. She's fucking backtracked on Medicare for all. But... At the same time, it's preposterous to fucking smear her as a Russian asset because she's not super fucking rah-rah for war with Russia or, you know, heightened conflict with Russia. Like, you know, it's preposterous. They hate her because she pretty much single-handedly ended Kamala Harris's campaign. Oh, yeah. They'll never forgive her for that. Yeah. I think they saw, like, so much hope and promise with her that she that Kamala was really going to be the 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 torchbearer of uh you know Hillary Clinton cop Hillary she was cop Hillary like, yeah and and so many people were like I don't understand why she's not doing better she's a woman she's black she has a strong legal background she was an attorney general like she's perfect and she's sassy she makes stupid yeah, quips yeah she she puts out a uh her summer playlist what's not to love kids yeah <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous God. but yeah they 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 really do uh, think that ID poll is all that should matter and they don't understand. And then the same people, they're like, I don't understand why, uh, you know, Ilhan and AOC wouldn't endorse a, a, you know, a woman, a progressive woman at that. It's like, it's just capitalist to the bone. You think that's going to read well with the, the, the DSA justice 
you know, justice Democrat crowd. Like, clear, these people yeah, just don't yeah, know course. where the fucking country is right now. And they act like we're the immature ones or the or the ones who don't understand. They have no, they have literally no fucking understanding of this business that they've supposedly worked in their entire lives. Like, they have no concept of how fucking policy moves in Washington. It's preposterous that these people have the fucking balls to act like we're the, the, uh, uh, naive ones when it comes to how politics works when they have literally no concept of why people support the candidates they support yeah there's an our revolution chapter in every single major city in this country like in in every state there's an our revolution chapter those are the people that are actually going to do the phone banking and knock on doors and they are the people who are involved in the, the state democratic parties and go to the conventions and vote for uh, you know, the people who get uh, appointed or, you know, get, get nominated by people that are actually members of the state chapters. Like these are the people that are very engaged. And if you know those people, you know that those are the people that if you show up every time to get the work done, you're ultimately going to win. Right. When you when AOC needed to figure out how many doors she had to knock on to beat Joe Crowley, she decided to knock on that many doors and she fucking yeah. beat Joe Crowley. So. You know, you don't need all this fucking Nate Silver Moneyball that, bullshit. You need a very simple arithmetic, and you need to do the fucking work, and you will win. That's the reason why I'm saying I think Bernie Sanders is going to win, because he's within, you know, uh, naturally between, you know, seven, between seven and between, like, two points, when, depending on the poll you're looking at, you know, tied with Warren, tied with Biden. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, in the, So when I look at that, I'm saying, oh, he's absolutely going to win, because... Bernie Sanders' biggest base of support is unlikely voters and, and non-voters and people who t- typically don't vote. And you know what those people don't get called for? Fucking polls. Every, every poll um, cross-tab says, you know, likely Democratic voters, meaning that they typically vote Democrat in elections and they typically vote in elections. Bernie Sanders' biggest strength is that he has this ground game that nobody else has where they're knocking thousands of doors right now in fucking Iowa and uh and nevada and all these early voting states and and, and, and he's a money machine you know you know who the only democrat that raised more money than donald trump in the third quarter was was bernie sanders the only democrat that raised more money than donald trump so you want to talk about who's who's most likely to beat him clearly yeah but they're still going to do everything they can to prevent you know let's prevent bernie from being the nomination they're going to throw every super delegate they have at whoever is is the furthest right and has a chance. Yeah. And it'll probably be Warren at that point because Biden's yeah. not going to make it till Super Tuesday. So that'll be fun. Um, you know, but, but you it, know the only other thing I think could, you know, with this is this is my own paranoia and conspiracy theory that, you know, the CIA, the CIA really has a heart attack gun. Right. And they'll just like they'll point at Bernie and turn up higher this time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but the, but the, they tried already. They only made him stronger. They only he only came back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it God is it is it. true form, like Doctor yeah. Manhattan. Yeah. Like, gotta, you know, gaze upon my final. Form. Gotta get him to, to drink some uh, uranium water now. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, so um, oh, I <laughs> I just saw this while I was while we were talking. Apparently, Joe Biden released a. Uh, shirt that says uh beat him like a drum because apparently he thinks that's a great fucking line he said it so many times talking about trump uh and not only does it say beat him like a drum it's got a like it's 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 i don't know who the fuck designed this this is such a boomer like 
life is good brand shirt like it, it's what got like the, all these like looking at it now yeah yeah get it's that so the, fucking poorly designed like you get that at a jimmy buffett concert <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking at it's it right just now. Got, like nine like random little like different types of drums with like elementary school level like drawing on like how is this a sh- and it doesn't even look like it fits well like look at the way it's fucking no. cut like it, well it's cut for somebody that's got a fucking 65 year old beer gut and then it's, <laughs> it doesn't even say joe Biden on it except for the very tiny bottom in, in print that you can't even read when you put your oh. face up to it it says joe biden died <laughs> it'd be funny if it was like if it said like, joe30330.com <laughs> yeah. like it was this fucking scoop oh my god <laughs> Oh god, it's just so funny. If it wasn't what's, so what's sad, what's with the fucking um, arms on that shirt too? Like, who? <laughs> it, this, this is the worst shirt I've ever seen. I, I would. Oh my god, you couldn't pay me to wear this fucking shirt. Um, but <laughs> so yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, I, most people had a pretty quiet debate. Klobuchar was obnoxious as fuck as usual. You know, trying to find her lane. Tom Steyer, who literally bought his way into this debate is such a bullshitter he's like trying to be like no i'm i basically agree with bernie and warren and like i think that you know billionaires do have too much money and that's why i'm gonna not really do anything about it but say all the right things uh, which all these other idiots can't figure out so i'll give him credit for at least you know trying to find that lane but he's a fucking bullshit he's a fucking billionaire he's the problem he yeah. is the fucking problem how, how did like, he why would- how do you make all of his money was investment banking I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure some vulture fucking, you know, right. stealing other people's money in an enterprise. people but, lost their homes and now he's a fucking billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and again, he literally bought his way into this primary. He hasn't done any work. He has no team whatsoever. He has no ground game. He just spent a lot of fucking money and got a couple polls to show him at 2%. So he, you know, he's in, so he gets a spot in the debates. And because of that, we had to see 12 fucking people on stage at once. Like, it's just disgusting, but whatever. He, he, I don't think he'll make the next threshold unless they, you know, lower it for him to make it. So hopefully the next debate we'll see like six people because I, I can't fucking take these clown card debates anymore. Um, you know, Cory Booker, uh, n- nothing really. He didn't really have any kind of a significant night. Uh, you know, he did that obnoxious thing that Pete Buttigieg always does where it's like, oh, well, we shouldn't be fighting with each other, guys. When we fight with each other, Republicans, win. it's a fucking primary. What are you running for? What are you running for president for if you don't want to fucking defend your your positions against people who have other positions that are different than yours? Like, that's preposterous. That's like if you were to go into Congress and be like, well, I don't want to fight with the Republicans, guys, because when we do this, the American people really, you know, bums them out. And like, then what the fuck are you in politics for? Like, why are you in politics if not to fight for your beliefs and try to you know, get things passed that you believe, like get the fuck out of politics. Like if you're going to say that, just well, shit. if you fight for what Liberals you believe in, then you'll, you'll alienate the people you need to work with later on because they'll support you. If you support them at the time that you gave in without put, you know, putting up any fight. Yeah. No, and we know of course the Republicans are super reasonable and love to support democratic causes when they're bipartisan. Right. Right. Yeah. So we, somebody, you know, of course, when when Bernie got all these endorsements from uh, the squad, uh, or at least the the squad that matters, uh, yeah, uh, not part of the squad. Anymore. Did you did you see the the somebody put the the photo of uh, it's like mocking that picture of Stalin uh, where he <laughs> Stalin killed the guy and had him erased from uh, the he had him photoshopped <laughs> out from all this like state that. records, and so he did like a version of that, but it's the squad with Ayana and then. 
the next picture she's gone <laughs> they're, they're like in a boat and then in the next picture she's gone so it's almost implied that like aoc maybe pushed her over the edge of the boat right pushed right. her out of the boat well that uh, was what was so funny. so amazing about stalin is he wouldn't just kill his enemies he would erase them from history he would have their names like just like no like they didn't exist anymore nobody could yeah. find any record like no birth record no death record they just didn't exist and that was like the really yeah. scary thing that's about stalin was yeah. nobody nobody ever done right um so yeah just just making um, using that photo is that was hilarious but uh yeah it was just, so many people were were just you know enraged because they thought that you know warren was the was the one um that i i fucking lost my train of thought lost my point oh well you were I, saying, the, somebody was <laughs> shit lib was melting down about that on twitter or something i don't know yeah and then like i that. started thinking of the photo and then i, I got sidetracked so oh, anyway okay. I, it's well, probably a point any, i've already made several times today yeah but, in, in any event cory booker non-factor leon castor i don't think really had any moments beto was just i i, I was he on, was he in that debate like i don't i don't remember I a single thing that he said or did during that debate he so just, I, I mean he, apparently you wonder with beto if his internal monologue is in spanish and that's why it's like he just, he just can't help not saying spanish <laughs> words because that's like when he's preparing his words in his head it's his I'm voice spanish. is in spanish. spanish i swear i'm spanish guys I, I know my name's Robert Francis O'Rourke, but really I'm Spanish. Yeah, um, I don't know. It, you know he, 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 he's just sad at this point. Like I, he's another one I almost feel bad for at this point. Just the sound of silence constantly playing every time I you know, see him morosely fucking like, man, I could just stand on this podium right now and like nobody could do anything. Like, did you sit there? It'll be in the middle of someone else talking and then everyone, like whoever, you know, <laughs> They'll just stop talking and turn. Everyone's going to turn and look, and, and there's going to be a Beto standing there, just silently standing, looking down at them. And then he's, he just jumps off into the, off the audience <laughs> and kills himself. <laughs> like, oh. But he's only like a foot up, so he only just kind of injures his arm. And he's yeah. like, oh, man. He's like, <laughs> he thought he was going to pull a Hudsucker proxy and instead just fucking hits, <laughs> hits the glass and bounces off of it. <laughs> little, little Cohen Brothers oh, reference God. there for anyone who hasn't seen yeah. that movie. <clears throat> Well, yeah. So, I mean, you know, nobody else was really a big factor, but uh, yeah, I, I think this is a, you know, a really good week for Bernie. I think Bernie's got the momentum right now. That was a huge fucking momentum swing for him to not only kill it at the debates, because they can always deny that he did well at the debates, and they always do. Um, but for him to get the endorsement of the squad that matters is like, such a fucking boon for him right now and it re- i really can't wait to see yeah this was in a couple you, weeks you go back and you look at the headlines of of all the speculation right like this was they were running headlines of saying oh warren's gonna get these uh these these nominations uh these are the most the, you know the most coveted uh endorsements uh are, are ilhan and aoc and the the instant that bernie gets it it's crickets you know, so we yeah. know how much we know the value of this thing. The mainstream media knew the value of it, right? Uh, and then for them to pretend that it it, it means nothing um, speaks fucking volumes. Yeah, no, I mean, and AOC has uh, millions of more Twitter followers than people like Nancy Pelosi. Like, it clearly means shit to the. No. To, yeah, to AOC has two million more Twitter followers than Elizabeth Warren does. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, more people know so, who she is than Liz Warren. 
Oh, for sure. Just just through the demonization efforts of the right wing, they've made her way more ubiquitous than Elizabeth Warren. Um, which, and again, it's like, um, well, it's my train of thought too, but I, I just, it, it, it can't be undersold how, how important this is. And like a lot of people are like, well, this doesn't really help Bernie. Um, all these people are kind of like already going to support Bernie that support the the three of them. And, you know, that's, she's just really like part of his urban, you know, young base, which of course is racist. But on top of that, it's, um, we've pointed out that like it, Bernie, it, he, you know, has unnecessary hate thrown on him by these people that support AOC or that, you know, like there are a lot of people who support AOC just because of her identity who maybe, are agnostic on Bernie. And I think that that endorsement does a lot for Bernie, a lot more than people are, are oh, yeah. making it out. Or, you know. or people that were in this, this, you know, make believe land that Bernie and, and Warren are, uh, you know, policy wise identical and that Everyone why not just go with a, a woman instead? Because it's, it's like they <clears throat> be more different uh, to someone like me when, when you've got Bernie who was, did an interview, um, post heart attack. And I, I just, I love how he, he's always, you know, said this, but he said, well, you know, this is somebody who uh, claims to be capitalist to their bone and I don't, <laughs> he's like very, very quiet about it too. Same thing when, when yeah. years ago, Chuck Todd said, so are you a capitalist? And Bernie's reply was just no. <laughs> It's very quiet, <laughs> very firstly, just like, no. Um, and, and, and he says, he, he always does it like, well, you know, Elizabeth, good friend of mine, but uh, she, she says herself, she's a capitalist. He did that to Biden too. Cause Biden was like, well, I've got, I'm the only one who on the stage who's gotten anything done. He's like, yeah, you know, Joe, I, I, I say this as a friend. I, I say this as a friend to you, Joe, but uh, some of the things you get done, you got the uh, Iraq war done. You got the, the disastrous bankruptcy built. <laughs> like, oh, you that just was fucking, my like, favorite. I'm glad one, you two that haymakers. Up, that was my favorite moment where bernie uh because you know he doesn't want to attack these people too hard because they are you know does consider them to be his friends he's worked with them for for decades but and even if he, he didn't he's he, too he, fucking nice to want to really up like hurt yeah. people's feet like he's just a genuinely humanistic person that he doesn't want to like he doesn't like making people feel bad but like at the same time he knows like who the fuck are you kidding joe <laughs> like yeah no i it's, it's it was great um to, to see and and it's gonna keep come down to Warren and, and Bernie presuming Hillary doesn't drop a bomb on everything, uh, <laughs> literally or figuratively. Uh, yeah, no, she loves literally dropping bombs, but exactly. So he's going to have to depend on his, on his advisor as Bernie is, uh, to figure out the, the right ways to go after Warren, even if it's gently, they'll figure out the right way to do it. Um, and, Gonna have he to needs happen. to do it gently, like not gently, but like he needs to do it smartly because he can't full on like we can go after her for the things that we go after her for, you know, without consequence. He needs to be careful about it because there is a good segment of of the Democratic base who will be turned off if he goes too aggressively after her. So he does yeah. need to be careful about how he does it. And all he's got to do is cite his own record as being better. Right. When he yeah. says, I haven't voted for any of Trump's uh, military budgets that, like, you know, we don't necessarily he have to say that Warren did. He just has to say that. You're right. Like, right. Right. Because Warren can't go back and say, well, neither did I, because she clearly did. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Maybe we'll, she'll say, yeah, in the middle of it. And then it'll be like, yeah. oh, wait. 
just yeah that, that's that's where a responsible moderator would say well just to clarify warren you were agreeing with the the, the senator uh you however did vote for those war budgets which of course nobody so, on cnn would do uh yeah. but yeah it just I, I think there's a there's a definitely um, a way to go about it where it's not divisive because you know again it's I, I i fault tyt for being way too pro warren but they don't want to get a situation where it, it becomes so divided the way it was in 2016 that uh, let's say if Warren does get it, that everyone says, you know, fuck her. We're not going to vote for her. Uh, I, I don't know if I would honestly vote for her if she did get the nomination. I, I want to get rid of Trump, but I, it just depends. It depends on how much they cheat Bernie again. Yeah. And you're in a pretty safe state, so you could probably vote green if there was a good candidate on the ballot. Or yeah, vote Bernie, I also just—I also just hate the Democratic Party. You know, we've got like yeah. what, three good people in there now, but I still hate the party <laughs> on a whole, uh, deeply. Almost hate them more than the Republican Party, uh, yeah. because the Republican, Republican Party doesn't pretend to be something that's not. No, they—they they tell you who they are. Yeah, Democrats are really fucking. You know. Oh, and they're just they're fucking clueless. I mean, the Republicans, uh, they understand what their base wants and they fight for it. Right. Which is usually just, you know, xenophobia and racism. But they, they're very good at that. Uh, the Democratic Party can't even they don't even know what their base wants or, or if they do, they're fundamentally opposed to it. And they just pretend that they know what the base wants. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had the audio from that uh, Biden Bernie moment. I just want to play. It's really oh, short, but it's, yeah. it was pretty entertaining. It was probably the highlight of the debate. So I pulled the audio while we were talking. You know what you also got done? And I'd say this is a good friend. You got the disastrous war. In a- oh, wait. I'll play it again. You know what you also got done? And I'd say this is a good friend. You got the disastrous war in Iraq done. You got a bankruptcy bill, which is hurting middle class families all over this country. You got trade agreements like NAFTA and PNTR with China done, which have cost us 4 million jobs. And let's get to Medicare. For- <laughs> yeah. I, I almost feel bad for Joe in that moment. He was like, uh, like he, he started yeah, yeah, responding. He was like, I have no response heard- to that. <laughs> that I little no stammer from Biden was the best part because he was just like, uh, oh, no, uh, my friend brutal. is going for my jugular. <laughs> I know. I almost feel bad for him at that moment. But Bernie, that, Bernie has just had fucking enough because Biden was like, I'm the only one up here who's gotten anything done. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, fucking yammering away. So that, you know, that Bernie couldn't help but fucking, you know, give him a one, two there. But um, <laughs> mentioned how he supported NAFTA. So Bernie says NAFTA, which I fucking love. But um, yeah, so, you know, I, I just, yeah, uh, you know, I think the, the distinctions couldn't be more clear. Uh, I think Bernie's really on the rise. And I think this is the most momentum he's had all campaign. Uh, and I think, you know, we look at polls in the next couple of weeks, he's going to be near the top, which means he's over the top because those polls always undercount his voters because a lot of his voters yeah. are non-voters or un, un, uh, well, non-likely non voters, basically. Jenk was on CYT was saying that Bernie was going to have a comeback. And I thought that was condescending to imply that he needed to come back because to me, he's always been at the top. Uh, I have always felt that he's actually much higher in the polls if they actually did honest polls because I've, I've worked in a survey research lab and I know how you get accurate data and i know that these polls are designed specifically not to get accurate data in order to boost the the weaker candidates which again the fact they're trying to boost weak candidates just shows you they don't really care about defeating trump all they do all they care about is stopping bernie 
So, uh, you know, just got to fight harder than ever. Uh, but yeah, yeah. no. And, and, and the crazy part is like, even when Bernie's better than everyone, not just on the policies, but just on the fundraising, on uh, the amount of donors, um, the uh, amount of volunteers, he's got to be the best at everything. And they still are like, oh, but he's never going to make it. He's just unelectable. Like what? What fucking people are just delusional if they think that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, you know, I think I think we're we're going forward. We're in a good spot. Uh, say it like Obama would say it. Going forward, well, you know, I think we're in a very good spot. I, uh, I think we're in a good spot. And, uh, you know, we're gonna look backwards. Uh, we're gonna look forward. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, we, we 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 did some bad stuff. Uh, we you know we tortured some folks, but uh, <laughs> oh god. And I'm, right now, I'm reading Edward Snowden's book, by the way, which is fucking unbelievable i highly recommend to anybody it's even better than I, I figured it'd be like a recounting of how he did what he did but it's really a lot more of his his life's journey and what led him to have the principles that he had to make the decisions that yeah. he made is there a chapter um, about but, dating a stripper in there at all <laughs> not yet i don't know yeah. Yeah. is that true yeah is this yeah. his current wife is, or is it somebody yeah. else yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, he talks about how he met her. He he leaves out the her profession, I guess. But um, it's actually yep. a really sweet story. His first uh, date with her, but um, but in any, but he talks a lot about the shit that you know was uncovered about the torture program and how Obama fucking did nothing on it. And he talks a lot about how that you know influenced his decision. So you know, um, but anyway, um. Yeah, I, I think we, uh, you know, we covered everything we wanted to hit this episode. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Uh, Joe Biden's brain will continue to leak out of his skull at an alarming rate. And uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated on that. All right. So yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to support the show, you can rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left uh we are on facebook at facebook.com slash move left idiots uh if you want to support the show monetarily you can do that at patreon patreon.com slash move left or if you want to pick up any merch you can do that at tinyurl.com slash move left merch i am on twitter at move underscore left and as always i'm on twitter at smart collector with an er not no r yep and we will see you next week and we'll see you monday for uh el camino <laughs> Time that badly. Fuck. Cut. See you next week, everybody.